Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danka. Willie King is with me right now, and he's taking a look at some headlines that investors will pay attention to. We brought up the fact that markets have continued that rally, although futures looking a little bit cautious moving forward. Let's put that aside. It is just futures after all. But this surge is on the back of one measure, jobless data. Now, why is this so important, Willie? Yeah, I think this is actually quite interesting, Elliot. I mean, you see stocks sought for a second straight day on Tuesday. And like what you said, the comeback seems to be pushed by the jobs opening, falling to the lowest level since June last year. So when it comes to jobless data, the on one hand, a decline in US jobs openings could actually provide evidence that the labor market might be cooling. So this mm. could offer the Fed a potential path to slow down its rate hike. They love to look at jobless data. In fact, they base the whole idea that whilst the US was in inflation, it was not in recession because of this good jobless data. Exactly. I mean, if you talk about jobless data, talk about employment numbers, because this directly affects business spending, consumer spending. So in one sense, this could actually put a pullback on consumer spending, thereby lower down inflationary pressure on the economy. So on the other hand, I mean, a Fed official also suggested that the Fed still had further to go to tighten its monetary policy because... You know, this week you see a lot of Fed officials coming on to speak and their stance still seems to have that hawkish tone to push on this war against inflation. I mean, the inflation numbers still seems to be on that high that is definitely something that we're watching out for. And again, you know, as you've mentioned several times uh, in the past, it's all down to the language. Uh, Willie, today is also quite important because we're looking at OPEC+. Plus. Now, I understand they are going to finalize the quotas. Yesterday, we gave you some sources reports. What's the latest you're hearing from this? Yep. So we are looking at the calendar today. Um, the OPEC Plus allies are looking to meet up to finalize output quotas. So this is actually a first time where they are meeting physically. And when there's a meeting where it comes physically, you know, things could get pretty serious. Potentially, they could could cut output quotas by 1 million barrel per day. So mm. this was according to a, a Bloomberg report. And this sort of came, a, came against a backdrop of falling oil prices and you can see like how the whip source in the market have been. So oil prices have soared earlier in February since the start of the war in Ukraine plus Mm -hmm. also the stronger US dollar. But of course, it has fallen quite a fair bit recently amidst over the more tightening, aggressive monetary tightening policies. So the thing here is that when OPEC does this, it could potentially also impact the US economy because on, on one hand you have the output cuts and this could actually push oil prices higher and yeah. this could affect inflationary pressures again on the US economy and at the same time you know US economy being one of the largest auto producers car producers and auto users it could actually affect the livelihood of the people. Yeah, and we have seen oil prices uh, drop in recent weeks. Uh, so how could that change? Speaking of cars, uh, the big one this morning, Tesla's CEO Elon Musk has decided to backtrack and he says, okay, 44 billion Twitter, here you go. So he doesn't want to go to trial. That's the reason. What else are you hearing? Yeah, so the interesting thing here is that, I mean, if you look at the backdrop, right, um, Elon Musk has, since he wanted to buy Twitter, the thing that he found out 
after his intention to buy was that there were a lot of misleading from Twitter itself about the user base size and the prevalence of automated bots accounts. So this more of, so Elon Musk actually found out about the fake accounts from Twitter. But of course, Twitter countered these assertions that the frauds were incorrect and was also because there was some misunderstanding of how the company tallies its bots and fake account on its platform. But the interesting thing here is that this revival of his mm. bias also comes across where because during the time where he was trying to, you know, pull back and fight with Twitter on this, there were sort of friends and advisors who also personally texted him on about As Twitter. As texted Elon Musk. Yes. Okay. So sort of chatted up with him. Um, you know, close friends like Jack Dorsey, for example, Joe Rogan, um, some of his billionaire friends, even VC investors came oh. to text him and sort of try to push him, you know, nudge him across to say, hey, you know, can you just get, you know, get the deal over and done with? Like, for example, um, Jack Dorsey said yeah, that yeah. on Twitter that he texted to Elon Musk saying that a new platform is needed. You know, it can't be a company. Yeah. That's why I left. Yeah, so I it, think he, he wanted it to be sort of like an open source protocol uh, funded by some kind of a foundation that doesn't own the protocol. Pretty much in that push for more openness, more transparency as a social media so-called network is concerned. Yeah, and that's why he had that issue with the whole uh, frauds and bots thing as well, right? Exactly. That's mm. why I think behind... Elon Musk is, you know, this group of friends and advisors trying to, you know, push him to Nudge say, hey, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. close the deal, man. Then we can, you know, recreate Twitter or something. Yeah. Okay. So so that is the backstory behind it and why he's going ahead with it. Uh, actually, I mean, even when he announced that he wanted to buy Twitter, I was quite curious as to what his intentions were and how, uh, and of course, there was that whole conversation, does this mean Donald Trump gets invited back? It's not like Truth Social is doing very fantastic as well and what it would mean for Twitter. Although I could imagine it'll become a very noisy place, wouldn't it? Yeah, but of course, Elon Musk is someone who fights for transparency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess this move sort of comes sort of in line with what he believes in. Well, I, I agree with you, but also it raises the conversation, right? Yes, you want transparency, but does where are the checks and balance for fake news? Where are the checks and balance as far as regulation is concerned? How do you intercept someone who's tweeting, say, nonsense or someone who's tweeting a threat of political violence, which happened on January the 6th, uh, two years ago? So... Questions, questions, and more questions. All right, thanks a lot, Willie. Uh, Willie returns at 7.35 with the finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.